I haven't had cheese in like four, five years. I eat the whole thing. I didn't know what altitude sickness felt like, but I did know what eating some goat cheese, climbing up a couple rocks and carrying a bunch of camera equipment felt like. I want to sign out and connect to myself, connect to God, connect to nature, be in a different element than what I find myself in in the everyday. And it really takes you to a completely different place mentally and emotionally and even spiritually. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Sign Out Podcast. This is the Sign Out Special Edition Podcast because we have the team from the Sign Out Hike. If you've been following us on Instagram last week, you'll know that we climbed Guadalupe Peak. Um, Four guys. We had a great time. And we just thought that since it was fresh in our minds, we should just get back together and talk about the experience. It was such a great experience for us to get together. We all didn't know each other when we came together to do this hike. We each had different connections, which brought us together. But it was a great time. And I just wanted to capture some of the funny moments, some of the funny times that we had, and just the experience of uh, bonding together on a mountain for seven hours. And we'll get into detail to what that hike was like. But let me just go around the fire. Yeah, we are actually sitting out by the fire today. It's 65 degrees. So we thought here in Houston, that's really cold and we needed a fire. But I'm just going to go around the table here and introduce the whole crew that was part of this hike. And then we're going to, you know, just get going on this conversation. So Russ Johnston, the other co-founder of Sign Out, was with us. Hey, what the, this is Russ. Hey. How are you doing, Russ? I'm good. And we're going to complicate this more because we have two Joshes. We have Josh Espinoza. Hey, I'm Josh Espinoza. How are you doing? I'm really good. And Josh was the filmmaker for this. And that goes both ways. He took a lot of still pictures, did interviews, um, did videos. So we were excited about producing content, which is one of the reasons we did this trip. But Josh did a great job, and um, we we're excited to have him. And we have Josh McDonald. Hey, Josh. Hey, Daniel. How are you doing? Really well. Really excited to be here. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So, Josh, to kind of bring this all together, um, you know, obviously Russ and I started Sign Out, and we're business partners, and I knew Josh McDonald. Um, we've been friends for a while and knew he liked to hike. And I was talking we've been to trying to go hike for a while. We have, yeah. and, and we just couldn't get it and, just wouldn't work. Right. And then finally we were like, Hey, we have a date. Yes. So we got a date. And in that I was like, you know, I think we can do something with sign out if you don't mind doing that. Absolutely. You know, going and hiking and doing some content. And I was like, but I need somebody to go along that can help us film. And you're like, Hey man, I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I knew exactly who to, who to call. Uh, is it Josh? That, this Josh, Josh E. <laughs> Josh, Josh E. Josh e. Yeah. This isn't going to be confusing at all. <laughs> yeah. So little Josh, big Josh, however we, we go through it. But but we needed somebody who had a background in photography and knew how to bring the equipment along and take uh, you know pictures and do that. So then Josh Espinoza joined the team. So we got four guys lined up who decided, all right, we can make a weekend of this and drive to West Texas. Well, and it wasn't even a full weekend, Daniel. No, it wasn't, which makes all this adventure <laughs> more crazy. So just for, you know, the, for folks that don't live in Houston or even know how big Texas is, we drove 10 hours west, stayed in the state, and still were out at the mountain. And we did that on a Friday. Yeah, it was incredible. It was a great trip, too. Like we, 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 had, we had a great time. We stopped for tacos and in san antonio and we just kept on driving and and kept on driving and kept on driving and kept oh, yeah. On. oh yeah and kept driving I you know some- you mentioned the seven and a half hour hike yeah we were in the car 20 hours together total. <laughs> <laughs> 20 hours in less no. than two days yeah really yes yeah. man yeah you you, uh, you missed a lot of it coming back <laughs> I, you and benadryl mm. had a little date coming back big time big yeah time. i was really feeling for you on the way back <laughs> I slept so well, though. Honestly, (laughs) best sleep I've had in a while. In the car and when you got home. Yes, exactly. In the Jeep, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the four of us, we decided we're going to, you know, go climb Guadalupe Peak, which is the tallest peak in Texas at the top, 8,700 feet. Three of us in the group, Josh Espinosa, Russ, and I had never done this type of hiking before. Josh McDonald, you've got plenty of experience in Colorado. Um, you grew up going to Colorado, even though you're from Texas, and you've done a lot of hikes there. So for you, yeah. this was just like, hey, let's go hang out with some guys, right? Yeah, yeah. This was this is a, a moderate hike for me. So, oh, thanks. Yeah, but it was so much fun doing it with you guys. I mean, just getting the opportunity to to take somebody out and 
and for the three of you to see right the the mountain and to experience climbing that it was just just it was a blast for me uh, i guess i would have to ask russ and josh do y'all think that was a moderate hike because i didn't um i was sore until about three days ago um yeah so yeah it was it it was it was not moderate for me at yeah all. josh what about you I, I I wasn't sore afterwards. Wow, that's because yeah. you're so young. I, that might yeah. be it. But during was so intense and like the exact opposite of moderate. It was the most intense thing I think I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. it was so, it was it was a struggle. It's well, kind of like climbing stairs for seven hours up and down stairs with rocks all over them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. I mean, so that mountain was three thousand feet of elevation gain which is really intense for anyone, but just kind of starting out, I mean, that's over 300 flights of stairs. It's a big deal, right? Right. So, I mean, you know, this adventure was fun. And, you know, just getting back on the path of what we were doing is we drove to this town called Van Horn, which is almost to El Paso to show you how far out west we were. And that's still an hour south of the mountain. We get there like at, I don't know, 7 in the afternoon, go eat at the best place in town. Yeah. Which, what was that place called? What, Cattle Company, right? Van Horn Cattle Company. Yeah. And it was actually good food. It was really good food. We had a really good time there. But then the alarm goes off at 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> because Josh is like, we've got to get to the trailhead early. Alpine start, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we leave at 4.30 and we're at the trail at 5.30 to start at 6. And it's in the dark. What would y'all think about that? It was challenging getting up in the morning, heading out. Um, yeah, it was. I think I still had some travel lag from the day before a little bit. Spending eleven hours in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I, it was on me a little bit, but uh, we took care of that in a hurry, and we started moving. Man, that was. We started off at a pace that was right. It was going. It kind of scared me a little bit. That that was my fault. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. You were booking it. I knew I wasn't going to make it the whole way that pace. Yeah, and the, like, you know, the other funny part is that it was the fog had set in while we were driving in, and so we knew we were starting in the fog. We expected it to burn off by the time the daylight came. Right. And that's a, we'll get into that further. But it's, it's, you know, it's cold, it's wet. You know, we're starting on the trail, and Josh is just leading, like you said. He's just going, and we're just dragging. And we're 15 minutes into this. Yeah. And yeah. we've got a whole day left of hiking. And I'm like, there's just no way. I was wondering if I was the only one you could hear breathing out loud, but I don't think I was. I no, I, I, I was tired. Breathing. Josh, you were. Yeah. I had that exact same worry. I thought you guys could all hear me breathing really hard and like, like really hard. Yeah, I, I was too, man. Yeah. I was Did you hear me? I think I heard you. And that made yeah. me feel a little better. <laughs> and, uh, it was for you. It was for you. Yeah, so thanks, it, it's man. safe to say that we were suffering early. And some of that's just because we weren't warmed up yet we just went cold from the car straight to the hike but 20 minutes in though i mean we like the adversity starts 20 minutes in yeah right yeah oh i mean it's even before then because i mean you're 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 stair mastering from the beginning right right yeah. right yeah so at 15 minutes when you think about doing a stair master for 15 minutes you're but how important is it to choose what you're going to eat before you start your hike in the morning <laughs> well i think that's a good question for Joshy. <laughs> I would say extremely, uh, extremely important. Uh, so could you tell me, what was it that I ate in the morning? <laughs> what Starbucks well, okay. meal did you get so, him that okay, you brought so from a day we before? We have to back up a little bit, right? Okay, so so there's, you want to you wanna eat the right stuff when you go on a hike, right? And you, you want to you wanna try to make sure that you're taking in the right food and, and you're staying uh, you, you have the right amount of calories coming in during the hike. It's important. Because well, and just so the audience eat. knows, you had produced a yeah. nice document explaining all the terrain we were doing, what you were going to eat, how much water you would intake, how the altitude may or may not affect us. So you had really kind of set us straight. Yeah. yeah. That was like professional. I thought you stole right. that from online somewhere or something. It was <laughs> really good. Dude. I, that was fun to put together. Yeah, it's thorough. As I, a trip dude. leader, you really, we, we, we at least knew, okay, we've got to do certain things, but we weren't expecting this. this. Right. So, so I picked up a, a, uh, a, like a breakfast meal that I was going to eat, which is, it was spinach, eggs, sweet potatoes, and goat cheese on top, which 
for me, I love that meal. Like that's one of my favorite breakfast, you know, let's get started in the day meals. And I just asked Josh if he wanted one and he said yes. So I, I picked one up for him. And then And you need to fuel for these things. I mean, yeah, you, you do. You need to be fueled up before yeah, we start. It smelled yeah. delicious. I bet it was delicious the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was it was pretty good. Right. It was actually really good. And like I enjoyed it. I'm a glad whole you lot. liked it. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was so dark outside that I couldn't even see what I was eating. So I even had to ask him, I was like, is this, a, is this an egg or like, what is this? And he was like, oh, no, that's just the goat cheese that's on top. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Didn't think anything of it. Meanwhile, um, I didn't realize this until later, but I didn't have, I haven't had cheese in like four, five years. So I, I didn't even think about it, though. It's just because normally I don't really like cheese. It was already on there. I wasn't going to bother with it. Right. Then I just, I eat the whole thing, the whole thing. It was so good. It was fantastic. And then I felt it later. (laughs) And it wasn't much later. So we're 20 minutes into this hike and we stopped for the first time and Josh is not looking good. No, I was really worried about you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know what altitude sickness felt like. I didn't know what hiking or going on a Stairmaster for 15 minutes felt like, um, but I did know what eating some goat cheese, climbing up a couple rocks, and carrying a bunch of camera equipment felt like. And it was not ideal. I'll tell you that. Right. And what was funny is, is we stopped once. And I'm not sure. I think it was the second time we stopped where you really yeah. got sick. Mm-hmm. But that second time we stopped, Russ and I were around one corner up ahead of you. So we're looking back down. And honestly, dude, I'm looking at Russ and I'm like, dude, we're 20 minutes in this. We're never going to get to the top. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's going to be sick all the way up there. Or he's, or he's just going back to the car and sitting in the Jeep. I knew he'd rally. I had, yeah. I had complete faith in him. Well, I'm glad you did because I did not. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was like, man, I'm going to let all these dudes down. I, I was like, I only got 20 minutes in so far. It feels like it's been at least an hour or two, and I'm, I'm not feeling good. And I was like, I don't know how in the world I'm going to be able to make it all the way up to the top with these guys, especially going this pace that we are. So what was that experience like for you? I mean, like, so clearly you have this incident. And, yeah. And then, and then, like, did you start feeling better afterwards? or? Oh, no. No. Well, yes, eventually. But after I let some of the goat cheese uh, get away from me, I uh, grabbed the equipment, took, I don't know, maybe like five swigs of some water, got back up, and then saw you guys were really anticipating to go. And I was just like, I'm just going to push through. Let's just see what happens. If I throw up again, it'll probably feel a little bit better the second time. Right? <laughs> uh, well, I think what's important, too, though, when you go in these type trips is you have guys around you and somebody like Josh who was like, I know he's going to make it. So he's going to be there to motivate you to be like, you got it, dude. And I think that's important for having those relationships and just being like pushing each other and like, let's go. Yeah, we're going to get through this. It is important. It's important to have people that that you trust and that you enjoy having fun with on on a hike like this. I've I've done a lot of solo hikes before, and uh, I I had a whole lot of fun with the three of you guys. Just our camaraderie, the work that we put, all put into it, the prep work, the the effort on the mountain. Right. There's 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 something to be said about doing something like this with other people. Yeah. I, it's cooler when you get to like enjoy like views like you know we, the sun comes out we saw the mountains we saw you know just doing it all all together is just it's really cool yeah and you just jumped yeah. ahead really far because sun didn't come out for a long I know, yeah. time yeah yeah Sorry. i mean i think i i realize now why josh was saying hey let's start really really early in the morning because if i saw with my eyes what we were about to climb i don't i think that mental aspect of it would have been like there's no way i can do this yeah and then the fact that we literally climbed in the fog slash clouds the entire time. And, and we would get glimpses as the sun starts to rise. You would get glimpses that there's a canyon there. But, I mean, did y'all have any idea how high up we were? Not until the sun was out. And we could see, you know, it's still, we yeah, but that's tell like, we're in a cloud. But, but yeah, you no, know, there's no way you could tell in the dark. You know, I, all I knew is we were climbing because, yeah. you know, legs were burning. Uh, breathing heavy, 
uh, yeah. And so as you, in, and, and you could see the steps yeah. in front of you off the headlamp. So, and we never stopped climbing. No, it didn't feel like it. it felt like we just. Remember how great it felt when you'd hit a level ground for just a few steps? It's like, yes. Yes, that's like winning the lottery. Yeah, yeah. To get off the stairs. And, and, there, just, and there wasn't a lot of that on that hike. No. And it's pretty much four miles of just straight up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was – that was tough. I mean, I'm, and, and when I've told people about the hike, I'm like, the first mile and a half and the last mile and a half are the worst. For me, that first mile and a half, you really get up the front of that mountain before you go around the back of it. And, I mean, sometimes those stairs, and just so the audience knows, when we say stairs, that just means that somebody's laid a log down in the road, I mean, in the path, not a road, in the path, and it's just built up dirt. You're just stepping up dirt, up, you know, over a log, mm-hmm. up a rock. Yeah, real 10, lo- 10 inches, right. 15 inches tall. Right. It's, not, it's variable, right? In that first yeah, section, there's yeah. a lot of that. Right. And I was like, if this whole thing's like that, how are we going to do four miles of this? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that hike is, the, the first mile is pretty rough. You're putting a lot of effort in that first mile. And then the next two miles up, still uphill, but it tapers off a little bit. Right. And then the last mile, it's, it's, it's hard again. Yeah. It's a and, lot of effort And it's a again. lot more rock in that last mile. Yeah. So we cruised up, and, you know, we're just walking along. I think eventually, didn't you all feel like we got into a groove? You know, once we got up the face of the mountain and got around past that mile and a half, we just kind of got in a groove where we went. Yeah, and I, I had to stop leading. Yeah, yeah, we had oh, to. That's when you you took the lead, Daniel, and right. you, you had us going at a nice pace. We maintained a normal pace. Yeah, so. we had to slow well, down. Well, let's we could back up a little bit and talk about when Josh did lead. We did start off down the wrong path for the first five uh, minutes. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't five minutes. It was, it was you know, it just, just a little bit. No, yeah. no, it was. So we started down this path, and I, you guys were leading first. That's what it was. You guys were yeah. leading first, and I completely missed the, the turnoff because oh, there's yeah. a left fork, right? So we yeah. just went, and you figured it out. Well, I got down, we got down in that valley, and I'm thinking we should be climbing, not walking through a stream bed, basically. Yeah, it was dry, river dry stream bed, right? Yeah. And so we we turned around. That's actually one of the first pictures you posted on on the Instagram feed was us navigating back and figuring out. Okay, that was a cool image. Yeah, yeah. you looking down, you can see the headlight headlamp. Well, at, at at your. What were we looking at? Uh, my uh, phone. His phone. Had the map yeah. on it. Yeah. And all the yeah. mist. That you was... can see the droplets in the mist coming through yeah. the light. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool picture. Good job. Thanks. Thank Josh you. E. Yup. That, that was kind of actually a funny story, and I kind of talked about that a little bit, too, was that I didn't bring any lights. And, and oh, yeah. most of this hike I didn't think was going to be this dark. <laughs> so um, using those headlamps for the first portion of the hike for my lights basically right. is all that I had to use. Like, Well, and now we know that if we go back, we'll have a headlamp like Josh has, which was like the sun on the top of his head. Yeah. Whereas ours are like these pissing at lights that barely lit up the ground in front of us. Yeah. I think mine was like a probably brightness of your cell phone. Kind yeah, of. exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. Our iPhone was just as yeah. good. Yeah. Should have had my iPhone out, but just get, get 300 lumens. That's right. all I need. Just 300, 300 lumens. Right. All right. That's it. Well, that was, you know, it was cool, though, walking in the dark because at some point we knew that light was going to come out and we start to get a little perspective from where we were. Yeah, and remember, we, we actually cut off our lights at one point just just as you could start seeing some light yeah. coming up. And I remember, I remember hearing you, so we were on the switchbacks mm-hmm. and Josh was still recovering a little bit from Hurl Rock. <laughs> and and I said, hey, uh, cut your lights off. And once our eyes adjusted, the first thing I heard was was Rush. You you were you were in awe that you could see the silhouette of the mountain across oh, the yeah. way. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it just kind of towered. It was it was you you couldn't make it out. You could just see this dark mass in in the fog, and, and but you could see how immense it was. It covered up most of the sky in front of you. And uh, that was that was cool just seeing that. Yeah, and the other thing is you could sometimes you could get uh, a small light back down from the parking lot, and so you yeah. could tell like we're pretty far up here. Yeah. But then that you know the the sun comes out fully, and we realize like 
this fog isn't going away. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, w- this is here to stay, and we're just going to be walking in a cloud is what we were essentially walking in, and it was wet, which made the hike a little more difficult because you're walking over rocks, so the ground's slicker. Um, it's Texas like- limestone, too, and it's like it's not fun stuff to walk on when it's slick. Right. Yeah, it got a little... I know I, I might be jumping ahead a little bit when we got near the top. Um, yeah, you, jumping ahead. That's way ahead, man. Yeah. Well, so we're still making it up through the. <laughs> well, you've already talked. You've already talked about the clouds opening I know, up. Yeah. So. so I'm just giving everyone like a a preview montage as we right. discuss this. But I remember even when we the light started to come out, Josh, you started to get a little excited because you're like, I can start to take a picture now. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, even whenever it was starting to get a little like blew out and then there was this crazy amount of fog that was just moving everywhere yeah. and then uh it was it was weird because we could barely see like a few feet away from us if, is at least what it felt like to me right so right. i could finally see y'all's faces and then that's whenever i thought that was, that was the time to strike like while the iron's hot right right mm-hmm. yeah so and, and you know we're just walking through that and every once in a while we'd come around a bend and you could you could tell you were up high because you could see the fog had dissipated enough you could see down some. It wasn't fully, but you could see down some. I remember crossing that bridge yeah. at one point. That's when I first got that sense of kind of vertigo is you could see far down. You could yeah. tell. And then you couldn't see a bottom to it. You just saw the <laughs> fog. So so let's cast this for, for, for everybody so they can kind of get it. So the trail has been cut into the side of the mountain just a little bit, right? Yeah. And there's this one point where it goes into this into this it, it what it is is it's a it's, it's a little ravine that's cut into the side of the mountain yeah and and there's they built a bridge that goes across it so as you cross this bridge you can look way down into the into the valley below and it's a as somebody that's climbed mountains before i, I never get tired of of experiencing that sense of just right. being really high and just seeing all of this depth below mm-hmm. and how far up that's we probably still had over a mile left when we hit that or is that within the mile of the top yeah we were we were right at a mile to the top and we were probably around 2000 feet up in the hike so there's one point in the hike where when you're at Guadalupe Peak you can when you get up um, I don't know it's about a mile out I don't know if it was before that or after that we stopped and set for quite a bit before we summoned it. We sat there at least 10 or 15 minutes. It was just after that. Much needed break. Yeah, we we had some food. We, we right. ate some of our food and got water. Yeah, we needed some energy at that point. And th- so, the, you know, keep in mind is that at this point, we know when we summit, we're not going to be able to see anything because we're in the clouds. We can tell we're just getting higher in the clouds. So there's a little bit of disappointment there, but it's still the excitement of like, we're getting to the top of this getting thing. Getting close. Right. Yeah. And so that last mile, I felt like we all just kind of just pushed. I mean, I was tired, mm-hmm. but I just felt like we just got on a train and just made way until some like 60 something year old dude walked past us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about, yeah. about 50 well, feet from yeah. the top. And, and what was funny about that was we had, we had noticed the lights down below because we were the first ones on the mountain that day. Right. Yeah. It's always fun to be the first climbing yeah. up because you're, you're alone. And, it was about 15 seconds before he came around the corner. Daniel, I think you looked at me and asked and said, hey, do you think those other guys are going to catch up to us? <laughs> yeah. And then the guy comes right around the corner, and he's just solo, just making his way on up. And, I mean, his whole goal was to get to the top, touch it, turn Wasn't around, he kinda, like, walk back. whistling as he hiked by or seen? Well, he, <laughs> so did, he didn't seem as tired as the three no, of us, that's yeah. for sure. No, we were, we were struggling. Josh might not have been well, as tired. No, but, Josh, yeah. Josh M. wasn't struggling, but I think we were. It was cold, though. It was cold, and we, you know, and we'd gotten kind of warm because the sun is starting to come up a little bit. But then now we're raising the elevation, temperatures going down. All I have is a t-shirt and my raincoat on, and we turn around and get to that top. Yeah, we shed our jackets about thirty minutes into the hike, I believe. Yeah, yeah, most of us. Yeah, we quickly warmed up. Yeah, warmed up fast. And then we get to the top, and and then I will say that final trail, that final switchback, getting to the top. There's like a couple of. Sp- like hairy spots where you're kind of climbing over a rock and that rock just slides off the mountain. Like the next step is not yeah. the dirt path. It's like you have to climb over the rock. Yeah. There yeah are, it was like chiseled out rock that were part, it was part of the trail. It was slick. Yeah. yeah those two spots you, you had to use your hands almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have like, to like lean over. Right. And then we get to the very top and 
the wind is just crazy up there. In fact, I know you took video, Josh, of, you know, from a distance where Russ and I are talking. I'm sure all you hear is just wind. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling, Josh, when you got to the top of that point? Having carried the cameras, started taking pictures. So you're doing a little more activity than we are because you're either you're trying to get some of these photo opportunities. Yeah, you're, you're going all Jimmy Chen on us, man. Like <laughs> I try. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. But I like got up there, and it was very difficult for me. Because, one, yeah, it was really cold, and I was, I was freezing. But, two, I think that having all of that mist and the distance between both of us while I was trying to film as well didn't make that much easier. Yeah. And then the third thing was that my fingers started like shaking and I could barely move them too. So trying to just click to say record was a hard enough problem as is. Yeah. And it was I think in the that was mid forties at that point, I believe, at the top near forty six, forty seven, something like that, was it? Yeah, we were it was so that the air temperature was around 48 degrees but yeah. we were getting 30 mile per hour wind gust easily on the top in the clouds in the clouds and so you have you start having almost this sense of frostbite happening in your fingers where mm-hmm. you know those extremities are not well protected and they i mean they start to freeze a little bit on the surface the you know the skin cell layers start to freeze and so we were all struggling a little bit with that right to a certain degree yeah, yeah. my fingers were numb I could tell. And we were kind of, we, we, when we got up there, we were like, hey, let's wait for 20 minutes to see if maybe this thing's blowing through because we felt it getting a little clearer down below. But then we just realized it's not getting any better. And it was so bad at the top for visual that j- you can turn one direction. And I think it's maybe 30 yards over is another, like you can walk down this trail and you're still on this ridge line that you couldn't see any of that. Yeah, when we got there, you could not see right. that little sub peak that was about thirty yards away. Right, and we hung up, hung out up there for around twenty minutes or so, and the sun kept trying to come through. Yeah, we had yeah. some mini celebrations as yeah. we thought it was about to break through. Like, yeah, here's the sun, but not. not we were so hoping much. Josh was going to get his his film moment, but yeah, like w- a glorious view from I the know. peak. You know, it would have been amazing. Yeah, didn't happen that day, but I it, did get some footage of me just chilling behind i think it was was it a tree or a bush yeah you were so cold man so so we get up to the top and in my mind i'm I'm thinking cover we need if we're going to be up here for 20 minutes we need cover from the wind we need as much cover from from the rain as we can so i i found this little nook underneath a tree and uh it had a nice little spot and josh you just kind of backed up in there and it seemed like it worked for you. It, it worked for a little bit, and then I immediately just started shaking after I took off my backpack. And then at that point, that's whenever I needed another layer or two. I started putting wool socks on my hands just to make sure that I could move them. Right. And then I think I borrowed a fleece or something, right? Yeah, I was carrying an extra fleece. Yeah, so then I had to take off a couple of layers just to put that on and then put on those layers again. And at that point... That felt like basically just going like bare nude on the top of that mountain, <laughs> and I was there's like no way I was gonna do that. So I, that was that was a struggle. And then on top of that, all my protein bars felt like they were frozen, so I was like chewing real hard too. I don't know that cold. I was like that was new to me. Yeah, especially in October in Texas, it, it typically I've never been that cold. In Texas in October. Well, and the difference was the wet. I mean, I've been cold plenty of times, but when you get wet like that, and even though we all had pretty good gear on, it still messes with you. Dry tech shirts. Mm. (laughs) Dry dry tech shirts. Yeah, maybe sign out. I'll have some dry tech. Sign out. Some dry tech shirts at some time. I love the cotton shirts. Like, love, love. And the blends, love them. But, but yeah. Not hiking gear, though. No, no. we need dry tech. Yeah. I think some performance gears in the works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once we get the artwork done for this trip. <laughs> so it was it's underway. That was a fun moment though to get to the top. For me, and I'm curious to hear from you guys. I mean, it was a big sense of accomplishment because I'd never done anything like that before. And I think, you know, when we talk about when Russ and I talk about even starting this brand, you know, part of it was him and I getting out of our comfort zones and doing something different which we'd never done before, which was just try to start a clothing company mm-hmm. while we still have these other full-time careers and families. 
And then what are experiences that we can latch onto that kind of define what that is? And so for me, when, when I thought about this hike, I'd never done it. And then to get to the top, I'm like, man, this is really cool. I've never done this. And this has just been a great experience. Even though I can't see anything at the top, I was still completely satisfied of like that accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of what we're about is, is, uh, interpersonal relationships, man. And that's really what this is about is authentic. It's we, we, we enjoy being around each other. We've enjoyed, uh, the experience of pushing ourselves physically and doing something that was, uh, from, you know, had that sense of accomplishment, just doing something new, uh, you know, like you said, getting out of your comfort zone and doing something that you've never done before, kind of taking a risk at the same time. I, you know, I didn't know if we were going to make it up to the top. Right. I, you know, I didn't, you don't know, especially after we began and we're 20 minutes into it. I thought there's no way I'm, I, I'm not going to make this. I thought for sure. Josh E was going to be back at the Jeep at, at, at minute 20. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you just like rallied Man. Yeah. in the next 10 minutes. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. He like, he turned into Balboa, you know, in one of his <laughs> fights, he was getting beat up, just came back and kept going. How did you feel, Josh, when you got to the top for you? Were you, did you, did you feel some accomplishment there, or were you just like, I'm only halfway there? Uh, when I got to the top, top, yeah. I, honestly, I was just like, man, I can't believe I didn't throw up again. <laughs> 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 and that alone felt like an accomplishment. And then yeah. I think later, after realizing how high we actually were is whenever it finally hit for me. Well, it wasn't till dinner that night in San Antonio that you realized that we just climbed the tallest mountain in Texas. Yes. So that was funny in itself. Like you're just like, I'm just going to go hang out with, you know, four dudes. I mean, three other guys and two of them I've never even met before just to go do it. And you just like jumped all in basically. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I knew you could do it. I had no <laughs> doubts whatsoever. Yeah, I think I needed your your mental support, just knowing right. that you were there, just in case, like I would, in case I fell or anything like that. Like making sure that you were there and that you were the one that was correcting me the whole time. I think yeah. is what helped also get me through that. And the interesting part about going up too is that since we were the first on the trail, we only encountered going up a couple of people. We got the one guy passed us, and then when we were at the top, a couple of people showed up. So it was a pretty cool thing for us to be out on that huge mountain by ourselves and really feel like this is ours i thought that was cool yeah that's one of my favorite experiences being on the mountain you know we talk about sign out right and and what what that means and for me when i climb mountains that's that's a lot of my story is right i just i want to sign out and connect to myself connect to god connect to nature be in a different element than what i find myself in in the everyday and and it exactly. really takes you to a different, a completely different place mentally and emotionally and even spiritually, right? And so um, I, I love being out early on the mountain and experiencing that, climbing in the darkness, uh, hiking through forests. And then we didn't get to see it this time, but beautiful sunrises when you're up on the mountain. Yeah. And, and you can see the sun. Uh, cresting off in the horizon and and then it, it it gets up high after where it starts to warm you up and you start to dry off from all the dew or the mist or, or you know those those are experiences that are are uh, enlivening they they really they give you life and it's something that you can take back with you uh, after you're off the mountain right yeah. yeah this memory for me um i really like making memories like this that's going to be there and I can't stress the fact of how easy the trip was from the standpoint of just planning and executing. So if you think like, man, do I have time to drive to West Texas? Do I have time to go climb a mountain? I mean, we left Friday at 8.30 and got home Saturday at midnight. Right. That was crazy that we did that. Yeah. But I, I just say that you can do that. And if, and if you're somebody that's like, I've never even thought about doing that, well, you find somebody that has. Yeah. And that was our motivation is like, we knew Josh had done this. We can get him. He can lead us up this thing. And yeah. so one, thanks for doing that. And like, oh, really man. taking us up that and, and driving your Jeep the whole way out there. Oh, it yeah. was so much fun. I loved, I loved every minute of it. It was, it was so much fun. So I was thinking as the three of you were sharing what it was like for you to get to the top. Like for me, 
it doesn't matter what mountain it is, how high or how low or how hard or how easy. I always love getting to the top because I have that sense of accomplishment. Right. Accomplishment. Yeah, but sure. to to be able to lead the three of you to the top, that was just, that was a life moment, right? Because I'm getting to share with you something that's really special to me. So that, that, was, that was a great sense of, uh, of accomplishment for me as well. And I think, that's cool. yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool to hear that, but just the, the camaraderie we built out of spending three hours together walking uphill and kind of the team that you make was so cool. And I just remember getting to the top and just, I mean, I was re-energized. I mean, when I started walking downhill, one, you use totally different muscles walking downhill than you do uphill. Right. So it's like your body does get to reset for yes. a moment. Yeah, my heels were thankful because the weight is redistributed in your feet. Right, because your two-week-old shoes that weren't very broken in yeah. kind of yeah. wore blisters, right? Yeah, I had some angry blisters on my heels, man. Yeah. And your, your heels never touched the back of those shoes for the next four no, miles. No, no, it's just my toes. That's, that's all it was on the way down. And the different leg muscles all together. Yeah. You're suddenly... You're not using the glutes anymore, and you're you're in the front of your, you know, your quads. You got your quads flexing the whole way down, and uh, yeah, they started shaking quite a bit after we're well, in a few hours. And the cool thing was, we're coming down. I mean, there's many stories of people we passed, and we'll go back to one here in a minute about this couple that we met the night before. But there was a point where we could start to see that, you know, what it's going to clear out a little bit. We're going to get out of this. Yeah, Josh, what did you, were you starting to feel that or did it just all of a sudden just happen? And you're like, it's now, we are now below the clouds. Do you remember that? It, it was kind of, it, it was kind of weird because I wasn't really like looking for it. And whenever you kind of went up to this one curve and like started pointing and then that's whenever we could finally see the edge of a cloud and like actually see the opposite side of the canyon was just whenever I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, wait, oh, my gosh, i got to get my pictures. Like, where are my cameras at? And then I had to take those out as fast as possible. You got so excited. You did. So psyched. So yeah. psyched. It was, it was awesome watching you work. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. It was, it was really nice because you could actually see stuff that wasn't just so foggy. And, like, being able to see that kind of depth, too, and have just this, like, infinitely, like, it's just going on for forever. Right. And that was just really cool. And it's and I remember that stop where we started to see stuff, but then we went down. A, I don't even remember how much further it was because it wasn't that much further. That all of a sudden it just opens up, and now we're seeing sun. And I was just like, "Wow, did we? Were we really on this mountain like this?" You're talking about that spot where we went and we sat down, kind of on on the edge there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> to cast it for the for those that are listening. So you're you're kind of in this valley between on the side of the mountain and you're you're walking downhill and what you can see across from you is 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 another is another mountain across the valley which looks huge it's huge right but then you make a right turn and you crest over the ridge of the mountain that you're on because you're going down and then all of a sudden Texas just opens up beneath you and yeah. you can see for miles out toward the east and it's just an incredible view. And you can look down and you can see the, the stream bed down in the valley. And you can see the massive mountain that, that Russ, you were in awe of the, yeah. the, in the dark where you saw its silhouette. Now you can actually see the mountain. And, and there's, this, there's this little precipice that you can climb up. And we just kind of perched up there for, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Yeah. yeah you could see the contour landscape everywhere. It was just... It was just it's pretty incredible. As I remember seeing those hawks like gliding around over the canyon and everything, and we were up above them. You know, yeah. At one point, we're, yeah, we're above the hawks where they're looking for food. You know, looking down, and um, yeah, it was just that was kind of our reward. I, that's what I felt. I agree. There, I was like, here we are. This is what we didn't see coming up, but we got we had a feast for the eyes on the way down. It was, it, it we, was and it even beautiful. started to clear up above us. To where I would point back to Josh, and I'm like, "Are you sure we just came from way up there? Because I don't, I don't believe I walked that yeah. far." Yeah, that was funny for me because when you're when you climb a lot of mountains, you start to get a sense of depth and distance and and height. And when we came out and we were on that precipice, we were only a thousand feet up, 
And I say only, it's very dramatic when you look at it. It's absolutely beautiful. But that was only a third the way to the top. And so when, when we looked back behind us, all you could see was the path going back up into the clouds on the side of this mountain. And you really don't, you really can't appreciate how far back up in there we were. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, it was pretty funny because you were in complete denial until I found that map. Yes. I did not think that we walked that far. Yeah. Yeah. And once, once I got that, that it was, a, it was a, a visual representation of the mountain that showed where the trail went, like almost like satellite imagery. And, and then you finally believed me that we really were high up on that mountain. And what was interesting about that part, we probably have a mile and a half left when we're at that turn, maybe, or a mile. About a mile. About a mile. So we had done – one of the funny parts of doing these hikes are all the people you pass that are going up, <laughs> and they're like, how much further do much, I have? Yeah. How much further? Right. What, was that, what did that one girl tell us to, to tell, tell the guy? It was like – Oh, only 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes. He had like another hour and a half to go or something Minimal, like that. Minimal, yes. Yeah. I thought that was, those stories are interesting to see people's reaction. And then to see, I mean, again, we were fortunate that we were prepared and we knew what to bring. I'm like passing people, yeah, that's not a good shoe choice. Yeah, that sweatshirt's going to be wet if you keep walking. Oh, yeah. Just how people just yeah. show up randomly. Like, I'm just going to walk up this thing. That was, that was kind of strange for me. Uh, and it's doable. You know, I, I tried to prepare all of us for worst-case scenarios, right food, right, right coat and jacket and, and gear and so forth. Um, a lot of people don't know that, and it's okay to, to go up there and try, but the experience is so much better with, with, with good gear. Yeah. Right? And, Josh, when you saw, when you finally get to see light, like good natural light, how motivated were you then, even more than when we first could start seeing things where you're like, wow, this is my background of what I have to work with now. I basically looked at it and thought, I need to make up for all of this time that we were in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, the in the clouds. <laughs> start snapping. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll, I'll make do with what I have right now. And, and I loved it. Yeah. Well, at that point, I mean, you, you were doing a great job the whole time, but Thanks. you could definitely see your energy level go up a little bit. Then you're like, oh, let me get in front of you guys. Let me get behind you. And you're you know, really coaching us. Just yeah, to- he'd go back up the trail a ways. Yeah. And I'm like, Josh, where'd you go, man? I was trying to find you. And you'd, you'd be taking pictures from a different view. And it's cool seeing you work that way. Now, you were all over the trail, up, down, back, forth, on trail, off trail. I mean, it was, it was perfect. It was perfect. You just needed the right. You needed the right uh, lighting and and such. You were struggling so much with all the weather. Big time, big time. And I think another part of it was also that I wasn't dying from going up anymore. That's true, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's and, true. And the goat cheese finally went away. After yeah, three protein bars, maybe four, <laughs> finally went away. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Thank hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Right? Yeah. Well, it right. makes me you think too, like what it's going to be like for you when. We go back because we got to go back now because we summited in the clouds. So we have to go back and summit on a clear day. Absolutely. I mean, like, how much more you'll capture that way? I can't even imagine. Like, being able to actually see it is just going to be so weird for me. We're pretty sure the peak stayed in the clouds all day. We kept looking back up the mountain yeah. trying to see where we came from, but the cloud hung on the top. I believe the whole day we were there, the whole time. I don't think it ever cleared. Yeah, it not from up there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and on the way back down, I remember we were kind of driving away from it, and whenever we finally got on the right side of the mountain to where you could see where the peak should have been, uh, we stopped, pulled off on the side of the road, and I took a picture of that. And, yeah. And it, it looks crazy how big that cloud was. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Crazy, yeah. We can't wait to see all those pics. Yep. They're, gonna be fun. They're, they're coming out a little bit on Instagram right now, which they've been really <laughs> yeah, good so far. He's been leaking them slowly. Super slow. The, yeah, they look great, too. The, Man. We talked to quite a few people on the trail, met people that obviously had done it multiple times that were into hiking. We passed a group of college students, and there was one person in, bringing up the final spot in that group, and she did not look happy, and they had just started. Yeah. But we met. Y'all remember the couple we met the night before sitting next to us in the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were pretty awesome. How, they're elderly, I'd say, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> depends on who's listening, Russ. Uh, well, yeah, they it's were all definitely, relative. I would say, mid 60s. Yeah. 
and had just, I, I would assume they were retired, but had decided a year prior that they wanted to do this hike. Yeah. And they had been training for it and, and mentally preparing for it. And they didn't even know if they were going to do it the day that we did it when we right. talked to them. They, they had given themselves a couple of days, a window, if you will, to, to, to try to make it to the top. Yeah, they were in no hurry to do it. I think they kind of had an open schedule, if I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool passing them. They were going up and we were coming down to see them on the trail and stop and talk to them and just kind of make those connections. And it's nice when – well, we made multiple connections where people were just open to just – stop and talking and i think that's yeah. so cool about that community when you're kind of all doing this together whether you're going up going down yeah it's a lot of fun when you're hiking uh, i've done so many hikes and when you run into somebody or a group of people and you're sharing that experience it's so it's so foreign to to our experiences like living in in houston and you there are no mountains in houston and nobody gets out and climbs mountains in houston because they're just not there but when you're out on the trail and you run into somebody and everybody's kind of going through that same struggle and that same experience, it, it creates an opportunity to talk and to, to get to know people that you wouldn't know otherwise. Oh, yeah. You, you definitely have a bonding with those people as complete strangers. They're experiencing on the way up something that you've already been through <laughs> yeah. uh, and you're heading down. You're like, you're going to see some good views, you're, but I know, I know how you feel. I was right there with you. I was so glad About I was an hour the, ago. I was so glad I was coming down. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> those people that were starting that at noon and that was, they were just starting the hike. Yeah, I mean, no, no. Alpine start always, always. It's so much more rewarding. Yeah. I'm looking starting forward now. to that. Next time we do it, starting at five and be at the top by seven thirty. That's it. And just watching the sun come up. It's awesome. Yeah. It, it was a really good time. So having done that and done it in the clouds and not gotten to see the view, I think we've all decided that this is for sure another trip in the making. Like we have to do this again. I'm down. Of course. I will admit I did look at flights on Travelocity this week to see how did you? how much it would cost to fly to El Paso instead of driving. You don't drive. want to drive the Jeep back out there again? I mean, the Jeep drove 90, 95 the whole way it we did. were flying. It did. That's just a long time in that Jeep. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I'm very thankful for Josh. Josh M drove, man. I really appreciate you driving. Of course, it was, it was you did a good job. You powered through on the way back too. I would have been, I was too tired to drive. I know that if it was me driving, but you did great, man. Much appreciated. You're welcome. It was. No, there's no way we would have survived if I had to drive. <laughs> yeah, either. I think I was awake for maybe an hour on the way back. Oh yeah. Well, one thing we haven't covered is by the time you got to the bottom. Josh, you had a cold just coming on strong. Oh, I actually went yeah. to the doctor, guys, and found out that I had a sinus infection um, real oh. bad. I'm still recovering from it right now. That's why my voice is a little raspy. But got some medicine, and we're all good. Good. Okay. Good, good. good. By Monday, I had a full-blown head cold and didn't even work. I just laid at home all day Monday. It was just I felt terrible. But we all rallied. We all got it done. Um, we got back to San Antonio in time to have some Mexican food and then head on home. And I mean, it's crazy that we, I don't know how many miles we drove. I'm trying to remember. I think we were around, we were around 1300 miles in two days In two days. Yeah. With, with, with a, uh, seven and a half hour hike in there too. Right. Yeah. That it's probably not the best for your body to take that hike and then immediately get into a Jeep and just get still for a while. And no, not move just, for the next 11 hours. But then just do yoga the next day and you're fine. Yeah. Right. That's it. Right. Oh, man. I was I was walking like a 90-year-old man for the next three or four days. I was, yeah, I could not. Oh, even on the way home, we'd get out at the gas station and I was trying to walk. My feet were killing. Right. Uh, it was tough. Well, I mean, I appreciate you guys coming out and supporting what Russ and I do. I think it was fun for, you know, for Josh and Josh to – kind of hear our story as we drove and talked over dinner and talked about what we're trying to do with this company. But, um, I'm more just appreciate the camaraderie and the friendships we built. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it was, um, yeah, we we're glad that we all got together. This is a, this is a team thing, you know, it's not just about, and it's certainly just about our brand, you know, it's just an experience we all got together with and here we are just talking about it and just, uh, it is what it is. 
I think you really set the tone uh, pretty well, Daniel. This is like whenever, before we actually started, um, or before we even left this house right here, uh, you told me, I really just want this to be a bunch of guys hanging out for a weekend, climbing a mountain. And, and that really set the pressure to feel <laughs> a lot lower. And it kind of ended up being more fun that way because I felt like, okay, well, I am having fun with you guys. So I feel like we're doing pretty good so far. We're meeting this goal. And uh, I'm very appreciative that you guys invited me to come along. We totally lived the brand, right? We, we signed out. We went and we had a great adventure. It was a challenge. It was uh, vulnerable, something new. And, and we did it together. And, um, yeah, I, I loved the whole experience. I, uh, I really enjoyed those two days with all of you. Awesome. It, it was a great time. And to follow this adventure more, not only listen to the podcast, but Josh has just started putting some photos out there on Instagram. Obviously, you can follow at signoutco. But, Josh, what is your Instagram if you want to see – some of the work that you're doing and you do other photography work too. Let's not just talk about sign out code. You've got some great portraits you've been putting out there recently, but how can they find you on Instagram? Um, yeah. So my handle is at, uh, Josh Espin, one word, J O S H E S P I N. And you can find some more okayish portraits there. No, you uh, no, not good okay-ish. Stuff, no, he has it's really good, good stuff. stuff. And you want to look at his stories too. Cause he's got, he does yeah. well at using the stories, um, when he posts pictures and Josh McDonald, who has been outdoors forever. He has just finished putting a lot of good Colorado pictures this past summer out on Instagram. How can folks find you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks Daniel. Yeah, my handle is at J S H underscore M C good deal. Well, folks, we appreciate it. We're going to wrap this up today. Um, what a great four guys just coming together. I wish we could just jump in the Jeep right now and head back out of town, go find something else to climb. But it's the middle of the week, and we got to go back to work tomorrow, but that's just part of the real world. But we did have a great weekend. Thanks for coming out and doing this podcast tonight. We're going to get this thing turned around quick, get it out there, get it out to your friends so everybody can learn more about just getting out and having a good time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Sign Out Podcast. Uh, If you want to keep up to date with what we are up to at Sign Out, you can subscribe to us by email. Uh, Check that out at signoutco.com. Also, you can check out our Instagram. We are at signoutco. And while you're at it, might as well check out both Josh's on Instagram. Josh Espinoza is at Josh. E-S-P-I-N. Josh McDonald is at J-S-H underscore M-C. Make sure you check them out. This episode was produced by Daniel Thornton and myself, Caleb J. Murphy. And I also did the music in today's episode. If you'd like to hear more of my music, check out CalebJMurphy.com. And again, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.